Hello, everybody. I am Lisa Monahan. And this is Andy Clodfelter. And you are listening to 90s Court. 90s Court. But you didn't know we had a jingle already. Did you hear that? Episode two, we have a jingle. Episode two, we have a jingle that is (laughs) nothing. That is us both doing doing (laughs) a combination of McDonald's and the NBC theme song. It's someone's got to do it. Yeah. Finally, it's the mashup that we knew we You're needed. welcome, America. You're super welcome. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, this is episode two of 90s Court. It's been a big week in that Look we have that. done, yeah, we did a, a half episode. If you didn't catch that, we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But, uh-huh. like, we're doing well. Instagram, yeah. Facebook, going well. Oh, dude, seriously, like, I... <laughs> I don't know what Facebook <laughs> deal is, but apparently, like, so we sent all these invites, like, the day we dropped our first episode or whatever, and then, like, I don't know if it just, like, sent out, like, a reminder, like, hey, just in case you forgot, you can join this group, because all of a sudden, like, within four hours, like, 15 people that I invited, we'd invited, like, a week before suddenly joined, so I'm like, okay, well, apparently Facebook sent in a reminder, so thank you, everybody, for joining the group, and thanks for the listens, because between our feed and the other feed, the Mary and Andy are good at this feed. We had so many amazing listeners, and we're super excited to have you guys on board. Awesome. Thank you, guys. It's good. Mm-hmm. This is my first podcast, your second go-round. I feel like we're killing it. Round That's two. <laughs> Round two. Prepare to fight. So, Andy, mm-hmm. how was your week? You know what? It was fine. You know what? It, no, it was good. I just remembered I... I uh... Though over the weekend, so uh, I did see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is not a '90s related thing, but I do want to just say, at least for this episode, it's a very good film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a feeling there's some things in closed on that thing that I think, knowing your background, that you would very much enjoy. Exactly. Uh, so, yes. anyways, but that's not what I wanted to come with. What I what I was gonna say, this is so random that I just. I wanted to talk about this because my friend, we were at, um, we were just like hanging out and he had like some piece of garbage or something like that. And like, he, he just like, there's a big trash can or whatever. And he just whipped it. And like the trajectory of this thing was probably like, it should have gone a full, like 10 yards past the trash can, but (laughs) there was like, um, a bunch of stuff behind it. So it hit that, banked off the wall, and then sunk right into the garbage can. And it was the most amazing moment. And I just was like, I, I started being like, like off the chairs, off the wall, like <laughs> off the rim, you know, nothing but that. And it reminded me of the Michael Jordan and, um, and Larry Bird commercials for McDonald's back in uh, the 90s. Oh, that's a deep, deep memory. Yes. Yeah. So they had the ones where it was, yeah, they're like playing a game of horse or whatever, and they're like calling their shots or whatever, and they have to do the thing. Apparently, they're playing for a Big Mac, which was (laughs) – I just did a quick Google. Literally decided to do this like moments before we started the show, so I Googled this, and uh, it went on for – like it was a one Super Bowl commercial thing, and then they just kept it going like with more and more versions of it or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. and uh, so anyways, I just wanted to bring that up because I, I completely forgot about the commercial. And then this weekend, just out of the blue, I came up with that reference. So in, in doing research for the show, you and I are both watching a lot of YouTube, reading a lot of wiki. But especially when we're watching like old commercials and stuff, are you finding that as soon as it starts, the visual, the audio, you're like, I know 
every second of this 30 second spot like i know yeah. all of it by heart all you need is a the briefest of reminders that this thing ever existed <laughs> and suddenly your soul is just like enriched with all of the fiber this once contained yep like you remember it immediately <laughs> yeah. everything is immediately back to like i'm eight again here we are yep exactly and i do want that big mac that michael jordan all, yeah, I don't, not ollie I don't that's, that's a skate damn it that's a skate ref damn it yeah. Ollie is a bas- basketball. Ollie. Those, those hot Ollie moves that Michael Sweet North- Ollie's. You and Ollie's on the on the on the big court. <laughs> oh shit. Well, at least we know he's uh well rounded in that respect, I suppose. Yes. So shit. Well, um, all right, well so okay. You had your hot garbage yeah. um knocking off the walls. Literally garbage, okay. yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I was I actually wasn't sure if you were just making commentary on your friend's stuff, but um, that's funny. Uh, so, okay, if you didn't catch it, we released a recess mini-sode, which is kind of just in between episodes, just like a catch-all for the things that we just want to talk about all the time. It's our, our way of dumping all yeah. of the mental garbage onto you and saying, um, here's all of the spaghetti that we have for you. We don't care if you like <laughs> it. You're going to eat all of it. That's true. The little orphan annies of our brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 90s orphan annies. Yep. Around. Yeah, exactly. That's fine if I do. You want, you want to come and fly up from the 90s as well? Perfect. Oh my gosh. At least one oh, of those. Hello. You are this officially. So sorry. My, my accents are so bad sometimes. <laughs> so we'll have an accent off at who's the worst. I'm awful. Okay. Every Everything turns into like a, like a, a cockney Australian yeah. mashup that's just drunk. It's awful. Oh, but. Yeah. Oh, good night, yeah. my oi. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> so, okay, so the mini episode, we talk about whatever it is we talk about. I, and, and so in getting to know us a little bit more since we're just, you know, kicking off this, this show, you talked about Super Mario RPG. And I was like, why yes. don't we brief touch on the stuff that we like now? And I know that's not 90s. It's a little unkosher, but we're doing it anyway real fast. My favorite game as an adult person, human, is Spelunky. Have you ever played that? I've never played that. Okay. It's just a, it's a roguelike. It's a, uh, it's just an amazing game. I've, I've, i just, if you, it's made by Derek Yu. If you ever get a chance, look it up. It's on Steam. We love the game. Jack actually showed it to me right before I got married. And I think the day after we, do it. That's the deal. Yeah. And so, but I remember like we got married and like the next night he was like, you should check out this game. I was like, I hate the music of this game. And then I woke up early the next day and was playing it. And I didn't stop playing it for like six years straight. <laughs> so, in fact, to the point where we got a PS Vita just so I could play it because I was too pregnant oh to go downstairs. <laughs> so, so that's how important Splunky is to it. Has shaped me as an adult, whereas Super Mario and whatnot shaped me as a child. Splunky's my jam now. Do you have an equivalent for current years? Uh, no, I was I was actually just uh, we you know I when we were kind of discussing that a little bit I was kind of just thinking I'm like I just. I haven't really been like that big into video games. I mean, something that was like more of a current thing was like a similar thing I said, like how there's games that like you get into and you're just like super into them. So like Fable 1, the game Fable, which is uh, a similar kind of role playing. It's not the same type of role playing, but like you are a character, you like go through the game, learn spells and, and, you know, and moves and things like that. And you can basically choose your own adventure, like how you want to become like a good guy, bad guy, et cetera, different options you can do. Um, I played that. They made a million versions of it. I played the first one only. I never played any other ones. And hmm. I was heartbroken when I discovered that uh, 
it does not play on Xbox One, so it's I like I'm like I don't even want to play any new Xbox One games, Xbox One games, and uh, so so that was a really good one. It's an older game, obviously, and then um, Diablo Three was also one that I was a big fan of, but I I don't play a lot of video games, particularly one player games. So, anyway, too friendly, too friendly, too many friends. I need I need them friends because <laughs> I need I need an excuse to see my humans. It's true. Well, okay, that's a good idea. Well, all right, we'll look. Lisa, what up? I'm so sorry that I've really been enjoying our chat, but as you know, sometimes good things have to end because something just came across my desk. Let's do this. What is it? What do we got today? Uh oh. Well, as all of you know, now you actually do know because it happened last week. Mm -hmm. Um, That means that we've just I've just been handed a uh, uh, two things to compete against each other, and court is now officially in session. I wish we had cool music for that, but oh, we don't. Clank, well, you know, clank, clank, clank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It. Gavel, gavel. Just say gavel, gavel, gavel. Gavel, gavel, <laughs> gavel, 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 gavel. This is a fun one. I like this week's topic a lot. Yes, I just sent it to her. This is she, this is the first time we're both hearing about it ever. Um, so, uh, so the two that we have selected this week is Tamagotchi versus Furby, or for people who speak normally, Tamagotchi versus Furby. There it is. Finally, English. So, uh, so which which way are you landing on this one, Lisa? I'm going full Tamagotchi, baby. Oh. And I, oh. may I, yeah, never full, full Tamagotchi. tamagotchi. Going, going full Gachi, full Gachi, full Gachi. Okay, well, I will, I will take, I will gladly accept the role of defending my main man, the Furbster. Mm-hmm. And I mean, no did, did, did you have either? Um, I believe I did eventually have a Furby. Okay. Um, like I think it was kind of like they had, and I'll go over that when I discuss mine. Sure. But, um, but uh, I originally like a friend had it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this thing's amazing!" And then I got it and was promptly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Not the great way to start before my before my court case. Well, but, no, but I mean, but both of them were so like, off the record, of course. Yeah. Well, I I mean, honestly, both both these were like these were amazing pet replacement toys. Both of them were, but in the end, they were both tremendous disappointments as a child so like i, I can go first with tamagotchi all right sure, if that's all right yeah ta- tamagotchi just it was just it was released in 96 in japan 97 everywhere else all right and if you if you remember it and gigapet there might have been another one but it was just tamagotchi and gigapet were pretty they similar they had a pikachu version of it and it was so good did they really oh yeah. i'll have to i actually kind of want to ebay that one <laughs> continue yeah. sorry no, it's good. So, yep, they were just kind of like pet replacement toys from Japan. They were in these little egg shapes. You could put them on a key ring and carry them with you. And I, I was thinking about this over the course of this last week. And I was like, this was my first experience of like, probably even before the Game Boy of like, just ignoring my parents in the car, you know, or, yeah. or something like that. You know, this was the first cell phone, you know, like, oh, I'm doing something else. Yeah, yeah, you keep talking. But like, it was, it was just... If you if your parents were like, no, you can't have a pet. No, you can't have a dog. No, you can't have a cat. You're you can't you can't scoop poop. You can't hold this cat food bag like you're done. So they would just get you this tamagotchi at what like I don't know, fifteen, seventeen bucks or something like that, maybe more. I don't know. I wasn't the parent, um, but certainly a lot cheaper than an actual pet. And then you would just have to keep these damn little electronic dudes alive, and it was hard as hell. <laughs> it was so hard um, because you would. Like I, I was, I was looking at. I have three children, five, three, and one. 
And honestly, I can tell you that the amount of effort it took to keep a Tamagotchi alive far surpasses the amount so of energy. Much <laughs> so much harder than keeping a human person alive. And so, yeah, I mean, the Tamagotchis and Gigapets, they, they pooped nonstop. And if you didn't clean up the poop immediately, they <laughs> got sick. sick. And if they got sick, uh, they died. And that yeah. could be like 20 minutes in. That could be two days in. It could be like six months in. But you rarely got past a couple of days. Um, you know, and they would just have this 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 little angel that would show up or a skull. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it would just show up and they'd be like, well, we're taking your pet now because it's dead because you well, are a horrible, negligent parent. The soul is gone now. Yeah, it's all over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just, but you had to play with them. You had to feed them. You had to guess, you had to train them, try to figure out which way they were going to look. Yep. Yeah, and the little, just the random beeping. And what, I, I don't know. It was it was fun. I'm sure for teachers it was the worst. Probably not as bad as kids sure. having iPhones currently. Oh, it was the first iPhone. It was the first iPhone, but we weren't taking pictures of each other and throwing them on social media because that horrible hellscape didn't exist yet. Horrible um, hellscape. <laughs> Fair. So, yeah. So, yeah, I, I do not remember this, but they apparently go all the way. At, like, they eventually went from baby to teen to adult to even senior mode. I can't guarantee none of mine made it to senior mode ever. <laughs> Maybe teenagers. Um, but, and apparently, get this, at some point, they made it to where you could link them up if it was a male and a female, and they could procreate. What is this like? Well, they're like, we need to get, promote this to teens. Yeah, Show they were like, we don't, we don't need sex education. Just give them digipeds or, or whatever this is. Tamagotchis. Just give them Tamagotchis. When you hold your eggs. When you hold your eggs real close together, that's how. That's where babies come from. Where babies, Mom, where do babies come from? Get your Tamagotchi. I'll show you. Um, oh God, that's it, not horrible. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, that does sound terrible, but it's me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they were just, I, I think they were awesome. Like they, they hold a tremendous place in my heart because they were so much fun. And I, rem I distinctly remember having a, um, a gigapet dog and riding with my dad in the car. And I was like, what should we name my gigapet? And he said, Pookie Joe. <laughs> and so I had a gigapet named Pookie Joe and that has stayed with me for 25 years or something like that. So I don't know. Yeah. Tamagotchi's were amazing and you i would love what sorry continue no it's like i, I just i mean i i, I don't even know yeah i don't know if furby can even hold the candle i just i realized that the thing that i had because i apparently i never had a tamagotchi i did have a gigapet because i just saw this picture mm -hmm. and i want you to know picture this like very young very impressionable um not always in touch with his emotions um young young man Okay. Um, who had thought he did a very good job with his Gigapet. One day came home from school, mm. turned on the Gigapet, and the first thing you saw was this dog with the most insane, soul-crushing frown that looked like, how could you? And then it died immediately. Like, that was the, f immediately. I turned it on, and it just frowned at me and died. And I was just like, that that is the memory that sticks with me when I think of these things. They destroyed children's lives. Oh yeah. This is <laughs> is that part <laughs> of your sales pitch? You're like, I want like this. What shaped me to be who I am? Just this like a, just an absolutely We're emotional crush dead person. spirits. Like yeah. It's just like no matter how hard you try, you're still gonna fail. <laughs> We're just teaching you early. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's a, it is a good lesson, all things considered. Maybe not when you're mm, eight. Yeah. Kind of tough, but yeah.
But I but, did read. Uh, I did read a quick thing on Tamagotchi. Was apparently they were supposed to be like they had a backstory. I guarantee they didn't discuss this. Was that Tamagotchis are a small alien species that deposited an egg on Earth to see what life was like, mm-hmm. and that's how you got them was because they were aliens. That makes sense. Uh, we, I mean, in the 90s, we were kind of obsessed with aliens. And also, I'm sorry, quick shout out real quick to the fact that Tamagotchi is a portmanteau, which is my favorite thing in the world. I love port. Do you, are you familiar with what a portmanteau is? Like a onomatopoeia? Uh, it's a mashing up of two words. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so it, it, yeah, it's, it's like egg and watch. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Yeah, it's the Tamagotchi. Uh, yeah, it was just like... Portmanteaus are my jam. Yeah. So. You know what a, do you know what a gashpon is? No. Okay. Cool. It's fine. It's it's like you know those things like at, at like grocery stores or whatever where you turn the crank and then like a toy or candy or whatever falls down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so they're called a gashapon machine. It was really popular in Japan. I learned this from another show actually. Um <laughs> and and apparently it's a um onomatopoetic because it's like it's supposed to be like the the gasha is like the sound of you turning the crank, and then the pun is the sound of the uh, the thing hitting the ground or whatever, or hitting the the little metal thing below. But and apparently it's a bigger deal in Japan because they would have like actual real cool toys, and it was just like you know you had to turn it to find out which one you got. So, um, but we're talking about Furbies. Let's That's do it. What we're talking about. So let me tell you about Furbies. All right. So as I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, I did own a Furby. It was not right away. I I historically have always been one to own something when they're no longer in vogue. Like <laughs> like like the moment the moment that everyone has them and nobody cares about them, I'm like, let me get in on this. And everybody's like, oh, that was yesterday. And I'm like, cool. So, so like 22 years old, entering your junior year of college, and you're like, hey, no, guys. no, this is six months ago. Sorry, oh. I didn't mean. I started to clear even it up. worse. Yeah. Um, but no, like I remember, like I literally remember, it was at somebody's birthday party. It was so random, and just like in their house, it wasn't a birthday present for them. Just we went in their house, and I was just like giggling, like because it was the technology and Furby was incredible. Like mm-hmm. the fact that like its responsive way it talked and like the way the things that it would say were brilliant. And then like later on, you found out that like when you had more than one of them, they could like sense each other and mm-hmm. would just start talking in Furbish, which is their language. Uh, because why not have a name of? Well, why yeah. not have a name? Language have to give a name. Have to give a name for the the cult language that the, these little cult minds are speaking. You yeah. Know, for yeah. little demons. Sure. So, but uh, so these came out in 1998, and so the crazy thing was was that they were actually originally sold for, um, I think 30 bucks was the original purchase price for them. But the demand ended up being so high that by Christmas time they were over a hundred dollars, and sometimes online you could find them for over three hundred dollars. So that's part of the reason I did not get them because unless you got them before everybody knew about them, they were ridiculously expensive. And then in 2019 they sold like 14 million of them or something like that. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you say 2019? Oh, not 2019, 1999. My bad. Okay, I'm sorry. I just wanted to double check because I was like, excuse me, Furby is still that hot. Sold this year, and it's not even over. Uh, so, so, and I did remember. I I saw when I was looking up information on them. I completely forgot that McDonald's had Furby toys. They weren't. It's just like so. So picture this. Take all of the good things about a Furby, like all of its things that it can do, and take all that away. <laughs> and just have it be a horrifying visage of some sort of owl mouse uh, <laughs> hell beast. 
Because I will say this, Furbies were horrifying creatures if you thought about them for too long. Yeah. Like, well, but it, also, did you have one just start talking to you overnight? Because yeah, I did. A, well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I wanted to talk about next. Oh. oh, oh. Is that, is that well, a lesser known thing that you won't find on any Wikipedia page is that... Um, so, you know, I'm sure we've talked about, I, I, we haven't talked about this personally, but about um, Ouija boards. Mm-hmm. You know, like Ouija boards have been around for quite some time and they're they're very well known to um, communicate with spirits, sometimes summon demons, things like that. <laughs> um, and the Furby, whenever it was designed, was actually designed literally for the purposes of um, giving a home to spirits, wayward spirits that had lost their way. What are you talking so, about? So a ghost was supposed to be able to go into a Furby and then be able to talk to people. And so it was kind of a way that they created it for that. However, most spirits, most people weren't really, most people ghosts weren't into that, but demons were like, these things are fucking terrifying. We should get into that. And so what ended up happening very often was demonic spirits were entering Furbies and just raising hell on earth. So if you've ever had that experience, that is why. I wanted to give you a little bit of the backstory was that they had good intentions of being like, hey, maybe grandma's having some trouble getting <laughs> getting off the astral plane. So we made these furbies <laughs> to capture her soul. However, uh, unfortunately, she was not interested in being in this horrifying, horrifying little furry thing. So demons were, but demons were down with that. And uh, fortunately, um, every Furby ever was destroyed in the, um, in the, the cleansing <laughs> act of 2005. So if you still have one, you do need to submit that to the U S government. Did you, did you see, have you seen any of the YouTube videos on it where like people get them now and they're like, this just does not work or this guy's just not working. It's like, yeah, cause the, the world is, is, is not as uh, full of like demon spirits anymore. Sure, just, no, cl- they- just climate change. That's the thing. Yeah, just climate change. So here's the thing: is that so many were in Furbies, and they um, they took them through exorcisms and put, and burned them in cleansing uh, divine light, and it mm-hmm. and it freed all those demons. So so that's why I think the Furby... <laughs> the portal to hell has been closed, and now Furby is so, the winner. <laughs> listen, like I'm not saying the Tamagotchis weren't cool. I'm just saying like Furbies literally eradicated just millions of demons just millions of demonic entities that once were busy going through ouija boards and playing dungeons and dragons were eradicated in the 90s so you're welcome Mm. and that's that's my case for furbies i have felt holier since i got rid of my furby so i feel like I feel like the Furby got me closer to God, whereas the Tamagotchi got me closer to sadness because it kept killing my Tamagotchi. So, yeah, the Tamagotchi was just just a source of pain and suffering. Sheesh! Yeah, when you sorry. put it like that. Yeah. So, well, I, you know what? I feel like we rest our cases. Yeah. Demon animatronic versus sweet pooping toy. Yeah. Um, you know, and we will uh, we'll submit this to the. The audience to see what they think because I feel like this is a, this is a tough one. We both had such strong arguments. <laughs> we did. That that really took a turn there. I did not expect you to throw me that that demonic curveball, but I'm yeah. into it. But hey, while like, we're on, you're, you're a dirty lawyer. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, listen. Sometimes you just got to go buck wild. Speaking of buck wild, uh, <laughs> here we go. It's the '90s. It's a free. Ladies world, and gentlemen, right? I would like to talk to you about. Um, uh, you know, I'm just going to say this is a segment. Let's let's address the fact that to those of you who remember, the 90s was the wild, wild west. 
I mean, not just the movie. I don't know if that movie came out in the 90s or not, but it was a great movie. We'll maybe discuss whether that was in 2000 or what. But um, can you Google that while I'm talking? Of course, I'll talk about that. Yeah, I'll find it. So back in the 90s, this is how making a a product worked. Somebody came into a boardroom and be like, what if we put these seven things together and called it a thing? And everybody's like, fuck yeah, bro. Oh, let's get... I'm sorry. That was the first big curse. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. Let's get it together. As if saying it again with a different curse word makes it better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was how the 90s worked as far as inventions. And so I had um, a list of some things, and I wanted to go over one in particular this week to discuss how just utterly insane some of the inventions of the 90s were. All right, we're stop here quick. Wild Wild West, 99. Proceed. (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Animatronic spiders for no reason. Um, So, what I'd like to talk to you today is about the Wonder Ball. Wonder Ball. The Wonder Ball. Oh, I'm sorry. You're not familiar with it? Let me remind (laughs) you. Wonder what surprises the Wonder Ball could hide. Oh, I wonder, wonder what. What's in Wonder Ball? Oh, my gosh. You've got, I mean, you came prepared as shit. I didn't look this up at all. I just remember that. It's a chocolate guy? It's not a chocolate guy. Let me give you a quick description of what the Wonder Ball was, ladies and gents. So the Wonder Ball, uh, originally, uh, it is a large, um, like... I don't know, maybe like a little bit bigger than a halo orange, like a small, like little orange, like a perfect sphere okay. with some cool ornate design on it. And it's just, it's covered in tinfoil. You open that up and it's just a big round hollow piece of chocolate contained with inside um, was some tiny little like candies, um, probably some like, I don't know, the equivalent of a few Tums, um, <laughs> some stickers and toys. Now, if you're asking yourself, man, that sounds dangerous, you'd be right, because it was literally discontinued in 1997, briefly, because it was a choking hazard. Because who puts a toy inside of a piece of chocolate? Kinder. Kinder eggs do. Kinder eggs? Yeah, it's a, it's a current thing. It's a, but, but, but that's they must have been like, oh, hey, idiot kids, now it's just stickers and you can't choke on those as much. Yeah, that's so. If you or, no, 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 no. I think I think Kinder eggs are outlawed in the U.S. and you can only get them in the U.K. or something like that, or everywhere else because American children can't stop putting things into their mouths. But anyway, proceed. So anyway, so so in 1997, it was withdrawn after competitors <laughs> and consumer groups apparently po- said that they posed choking hazards. And so in April of 2000, it was re-released, um, and they they basically replaced the the toys and stuff like that with candy. But what I remember was. The Wonder Ball, and even as a child, like I'm like 12, 13, 14, sitting there thinking, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And here's the thing, like, because I'm thinking, like, that's so lame. That's for like little kids or whatever. And even then, like, you're making a toy that is 100% based because no, no, like, kid that can think for themselves well is like, I want just a shitty thin layer of chocolate with a bunch of like, toys that are in, contained inside of a piece of chocolate and this thing costs 99 cents like i don't remember how much it costs but like there's no way that the toys were any good um but yeah it's just like uh, they did have some different cool stuff they had disney pokemon cartoon network 
um, Care Bears, other things like that um, when they were re-released later on. But again, some of this stuff happened after in the 2000s, but it's mainly the fact that, um, yeah, Nestle came, thought this was a, like, they advertised the fu- the shit out of this. Wow, I like that that the, shit. The fushies. Listen, it's already it's already marked as, as it is explicit. Just but, deal with it. Um, but yeah, I just I, I it's I just want to know who thought this was a good idea. Um, not to mention the fact that it was just horribly dangerous. Nestle wanted to kill the children. <laughs> just all of them. That was their slogan. Nestle, we kill your kids. <laughs> It was just it was just kind of a lower low key slogan that they didn't put on like an, all the like commercials. Imperc- it was in an imperceptible tone that you had to like have special like tools to actually hear the part where the we kill your kids. Well, actually, if you if you recall, I mean, I I watched a lot more like adult shows in the '90s than you did apparently like talk shows and things like that. When you're watching Lifetime Network, that's when they put it on there. So you'd be like, hey, moms and dads, do you want us to kill your kids? It's the '90s. <laughs> We're Nestle. We'll do this for you. That's but true. On Nickelodeon, I, forgot. I didn't watch those channels, so I didn't get those it's versions. It's true. But on Nickelodeon, they're like, eat the toy. We're Nestle. <laughs> just, you're like, wow. They just, they just imperceptible sound difference that between children's ears and it's the same song, actually, just layered on top of each other. Okay. So they hear a different song. I got a degree in advertising and marketing. That's called that's called target target audience. Target audience. <laughs> so unique selling propositions, exactly. Because yeah. if so, there's one thing we know about parents is they just hate the li- hate their kids being alive. Apparently, the '90s were pretty. I mean, the '90s were pretty buck wild. Uh, apparently, ha <laughs> <laughs> Oh, badoom, badoom, badum, 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 badum. Okay. So, so your, uh, um, yeah. What? So there's your buck wild thing, huh? Yes. That went places. It did. So anyway, so um, I know we have, um, you know, a few more segments we'd like to discuss. Mm -hmm. Um, Just since we did go a little bit longer on this one, on this first half, or, you know, we're about at a good spot right now. I think maybe we should take a break. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Catch you on the flip. Okay. Hey, everyone. (laughs) What did you do on your break? Did you travel? I went for a jog. You did? Sounds like me, right? I did, I did wind sprints up a hill. Yeah. It's like Andy just needs that energy, so he's just going to go run constantly. My dude. I uh, I got close to finishing my wine, so oh. uh, I'll probably have to re-up when this episode is over because I'm a mom. and It is are- nice that I can physically document the wine consumption as I'm watching the, the glass slowly. Not it's, or not, it's not so slowly at times. Go down. Now, mercifully, I have not actually read during this episode, so I'm still with you. If we were, if we did a whole other court case, we might be in trouble. Be bad news <laughs> for sure. Like yeah. I don't know, like wait, the '90s. Let me tell you about the '90s. They had sesame seed buns. <laughs> what? Just crying about sesame seed buns. You, do you actually know the McDonald's jingle, the old jingle? The two yeah. all beef patties. Can you do it? Absolutely not. You can't do two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on the sesame seed bun. Hey, ho. Oh. No? I think I have probably consumed the least bit Big Macs of anyone I know. Yeah, I think I would agree with you on that. I think I, you and I might be going head to head on that one because I don't like onions on anything. And I refuse to order a Big Mac without everything I know. I'm like, I'm like, I'm pay- you're paying a premium for it, so you're gonna be paying for all the stuff. I have had exactly one Big Mac. 
Really? Yes. I may I may have had twenty seven in one year probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the, the fact that twenty seven is such a specific number for this. The um let's just say the late nineties for me were what middle school. That's what I like to call the fattening, <laughs> where where I was just eating. Yeah, the fattening when I was like um. When it, <laughs> yeah, I was in what seventh eighth grade eating like a medium Domino's pizza by myself. Um, and that was like before I ate an entire sleeve of the Oreos or like, like not sleeve, but you know, column. Oh, the sleeve, the column, the the column of Oreos. Oreos, It sounds so much more ominous than a sleeve. It does. Um, Because it's not, there's no sleeves. Like that's like Chips Ahoy or something like that. You get them in like a, a sleeve and Oreos, you just get a, not even a row. It's a column. They, they expect that you, they're like, look, these are kind of portioned out. Are you going to make yeah, the decisions? No, you're not. They're like, they're like, here you go. You can just eat a row. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, a column? They're like, no, 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 a row. No, 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 stop. <laughs> so, there's a there's a beginning and an end. Just like, nah, you, you, so you have a suggestion there. But um, um, look, I think a lot of people, when they think about the 90s, think of this show. And they're like, this was the, like. The Simpsons. Can we just can we just The Simpsons for a second? Just to, no, we're not going to dive all the way in because The Simpsons deserves all it's so of it. It deserves yes. like an entire week of us talking for seven days straight. We we won't, but we won't. I used to have a song about a poo, but that was high school, and we can't talk about that. Sure. Um, but I wanted to present something. This is unlike court, and that it's not someone versus someone, and like who's better. It's like who would win. And a knockdown, drag out fight. All right. And I, I who who can scrap harder? Okay. Sure. And and so for you, my first presentation of this is the Hans Simpsons. Wolfman. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, Hans Wolfman <laughs> would win out of pity. Someone would be like, I can't hit you. I can't Tiny hit you. Man. And he would just die of natural causes immediately. Exactly. So I present to you for my, for our first seg- first time ever trying this segment, and it's 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 Andy Andy telling me who would win in a fight. Okay. O versus Krusty. Okay. Okay. Said so. What was the first Mo, one? I'm... Mo, the the owner of the bar. I don't. I can't remember if he had a. I'm sure he had a last name, and I just never heard it. But but Mo. Uh, oh, and I'm not even gonna try. Mo. I'm sorry. Mo. I think Bo. I was like, who is who is Bo? That, that Texas accent where M's come out as B's. It's it's really confusing. But Mo. Hey. Versus Krusty the Clown, and like I was looking at the full cast of characters, and I was like Bart versus Nelson. All right, well, but I was like, no, I want to see two side characters to see who you think would be scrappier. Okay, let's see. The Simpsons, Mo versus Krusty. Here's the thing, I like I just picture like Krusty being crazy, like because like I guess he's had like a lot of episodes where he has just been a a horrific sinister dude. Yeah. But, like, Mo is just one of those ones who, like, is either, like, if he's dealing with a competent, like, a character, like, a beloved character, he's an absolute putz. Mm-hmm. But whenever it's, like, if he's, like, fighting for his life, I see him being absurdly scrappy, absurdly oh. capable. And, like, honestly, like, the one of the few characters that I'm, like, I could see him just, like, in horrible graphic detail slitting another character's throat <laughs> with a, with a, with, with a yeah. bottle. So no, I mean I don't know like the bottle from the bar, slashing up Krusty, holding yeah. up his carcass. Yeah. So I'm yeah. I'm picturing it being a, a knock knockdown drag out fight, 
like Krusty just just getting in a million hits on on Mo, and and Mo just continuing to just pull out bottle after bottle from back there, um, pull out a shotgun surely from under the bar, giving a blast. A yeah, yeah, I feel like that's something he did. Where's he pulling out? Like, and this yeah. is someone who's not like a huge Simpsons guy, but it's just it's uh. impossible to not have seen much of The Simpsons. I'm not saying I disliked it. I liked The Simpsons a lot. I just never really watched much of it, admittedly. Um, so then what? Okay, so let's say just just side note. What did so? What was your like favorite show of the '90s? Then we're just gonna lay it on the line. Episode two. You can't know. That's you can't do. Put can't that evil that? on. Your, uh, I no. can't do that. It's okay. I don't, I don't know, know if I could. Well, actually, no, I could answer that. I just but, don't want to reference something that we might do in a future court case, and then I understand. I understand. And then you can call that back and for from discovery, um, and, and bring that back. <laughs> Use it as, as as evidence from a pre-existing trial. Is that something that they do? Uh, what what I just described, absolutely not. <laughs> like, oh, you, you said the name of the show. You said it. You can't cut <laughs> can't think back. Um. Yeah. So so no, I think I think it would be you know Mo. Um, has been absolutely pulverized, beaten to a pulp by the various things. But in a, a last-ditched effort, um, he, as he's getting pulled away and about to be killed, grabs a, a, a shattered bottle and just just cuts him cuts him open, just cuts him to ribbons. Underdog style. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, what I did- think that's how I was – no, that's exactly how I was picturing it. Like, like Krusty's got all the bad connections. He's gonna, I mean, he's gonna do some damage, and he's gonna have all the bad moves, but underdog Mo. Yeah, coming yeah. back with a vengeance. Yeah. Good, but no, I, I like that a lot. I like, especially <laughs> cartoons. It's less, it's less, it's a lot easier to talk about cartoons doing it because you can describe it in just horrible graphic detail. Because um, I'm sure Krusty probably have some like bombs and shit like that, and just like various like, just clown-based explosions like chickens, like just various stupid toys, big hammers, the usual, yeah. but nothing enough to, to, to best Mo the map of, of the booze. Mo the man. So, um, so yeah, so uh, and we did want to bring back a uh, another um, thing that we've done, did last one. I loved that so much, and I'm really excited to do it again. If my um, knuckles could crack, they'd be cracking right now. I'm ready. She, she, oh yeah, I will say that, <laughs> audience, she did just crack her knuckles. But it was just, just soft, lotiony hands hair, with absolutely hair, no hair, noise. She was showing <laughs> off how how well loosened up her 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 knuckles are. Um. No. So so we're doing a kiss, Mary kill again. Do it. Um. And would you like me to go first or you to go first? You go. You know what? I will because you just went. So. Uh-huh. This is gonna be a heartbreak. This is, I, I can tell you right now, this is going to hurt All right. for you to do, but this is Probably. it. So, All right, I'm ready. Kiss, Mary kill. Um, okay. I have to leave this just because there are some people on the earth who do not know what this is. This is Pokemon. Oof. Related. Okay. And the Kiss, Mary kill okay. is Charmander, Squirtle, Bulbasaur. You gave it, me the original. I gave you the three OG. I don't do any of that, that extra nonsense. We're doing the 90s. This is true, but even then, there were 150 original that you could yeah, have chosen. Yeah, so I'm saying. It's, yeah. It's, I'm saying like because it's because that was a choice every child had to make, or every adult who still came oh. from occasion had to make was who like you couldn't kiss any of them. Unfortunately, it was just you married or killed them basically. Like I guess I guess in the sense is that you got one, the dickbag McGee that was your nemesis got mm-hmm. one, uh, Gary 
Gary, thank you. Gary. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> and then one of them. Gary, just unsubscribe from the show. We don't want you. <laughs> so. Can I can I say before you get to the answer, of course, because it, it sounds like you've played the game a decent amount. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the, original, the original blue and red. I think we've discussed that you did not own one of those versions, which is. I, I don't think I had blue. I had red and yellow. Yeah. yeah. So the in the original in the original one. I can tell you the amount of times as a child, because I got the game when I was 11, so it was like maybe like six months old when I got it, only to find out, like thinking, oh, this is a really fun game, not knowing that it'd become a phenomenon and like ended up getting made fun of in school because like when Pokemon cards and all that stuff came out, which I was not into, no no disrespect if you were, I was not into, um, like I just really liked the game a lot, and then apparently that became a very nerdy thing to be into was Pokemon in general. But I can tell you nowadays everyone pretty much accepts Pokemon as being the bomb.com. Okay. So well, I can't I pres- imagine, I can't imagine that Pokemon would be perceived as nerdy because I was in marching band and I liked Pokemon. So <laughs> it how, seems like I was so cool. I feel like I was extremely popular and like, I can't wait to hear what Lisa maiden name Randolph has to say about Pokemon and playing the flute. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. I, I'm going to make this easy. I'm pretty sure it's, I'm gonna write this down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 kiss Charmander, kill Squirtle, marry Bulbasaur. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some some deets on why. Um, I mean Charmander, hello. Turns into Charizard, which is like the ultimate bad boy of the Pokemon Char- lineup. Charmander, right? Charmander, 100% with you. I was literally like, as a pure like sexy pick, like yeah. especially in the game, like Charmander is the one where you like. I know this is going to be hard for a while because I'm going to the rock gym and then I'm going to the water gym. Both of those, he's doing absolutely nothing for me, but mm-hmm. I just, he just the sex appeal of Charmander. It just makes it too hard to say no, but I want to know about the other two. Um, Squirtle seems useless to me. I never liked any of the water Pokemon. So immediately kill. And he was just kind of boring and he grows up to be black was blastoise and i was like okay it's just not my not my thing i i, I was never like oh i can't wait to get me a blastoise it's like no you're fine you're fine without a blastoise and of course mary mary bulbasaur because he's a safe pick and he's kind of cute and he's got the he gets real ugly as venusaur real ugly but he's got the vines and he's whipping stuff and it's like you seem like a reasonable dude so it's but yes, the, absolutely it's- on point with the charmander and yeah. Charizard, yeah. No, the kiss, the kiss Charmander was 100%. He was the one that, like, when I picked him, I knew I was making the wrong decision. It's, <laughs> he's kind of a, he's the long game. You're like, I'm gonna have to get some other guys that are actually worth a shit in the meantime until he grows up into an adult. Um, but I'm, I, I just, it breaks my heart to hear you say, say, kill Squirtle. Like, really, it's hard to say any of these. Like, the thing is, is that Bulbasaur is the most well-rounded, technically, I think, the best pick. Um, I literally looked up real quick on Char, like I typed in Charmander, Squirtle, or Bulbasaur, and it said like overall, like um, stats-wise or something like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> Bulbasaur was the best. But the problem is, is that Bulbasaur is just the lamest. He is the lamest, most boring of all of them. Um, and Squirtle, I, I guess it's a difference of opinion, was that I think that Blastoise is a freaking badass, and like the freaking water cannons and stuff like that are so okay. so sweet. You know, Surf yeah. later on. The best you're gonna get from a Venusaur is Cut, which you learn at like you learn like with <laughs> two gyms. You've learned Cut to cut some bushes. Yeah, but I guess yeah. Bush. If I'm if I'm if I'm thinking only from their first like their first 
level versions of themselves. That's my pick. When yeah. I when I after I said that and I was like Venusaurus, like hmm. Yeah. I don't really like, like that option I want very a much. Big, <laughs> shitty carpet, basically. Yeah, Just Squirtle a, turns up to be a pretty like he's a pretty cool dude compared to Venusaur. Charizard Ultimate. War Turtle is the the weirdest, most emo like of the three. Like I guess all three of them are pretty emo. Like maybe not Ivysaur, but like Char Charmeleon and the and uh, and War Turtle, the two middle ones, are just absolutely like emo characters. If you look, they're like. Oh, Whatever, mom. I don't want to do anything. Like, I'm just gonna. I just want to die and listen to my chemical romance. Well, I don't I know. I, I mean, a little, a little before the the 2000s, but I'm into yeah. it. I'm into. Okay, well, I I have a presentation for you, and yeah. and and I have a kiss, Mary kill for you, and I'm gonna bring it back to actual people, human uh-huh. people. I mean, they're playing characters. Okay. And if you don't know these, because it, it's very, it's very the likely. Actors or the characters. Uh, the characters. They're all yeah. I'm doing okay. characters only. If you don't know them, I have a whole other list of people we can switch to. But I I think I'm think I'm presenting to you Kiss Mary Kill, the female supernatural dish. All right, it's okay. Let's see how this goes. Buffy the Wait, Vampire Slayer. Wait, that was the nineties. Yeah. Oh, I thought I think you're talking about the show Supernatural. Oh no 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 no. Okay okay go ahead. You're good. No, so, yeah no no no. I couldn't I couldn't say anything to that show. Um no Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Okay. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. Or Alex Mack. Already pro- I need you to know how problematic it is that you just said Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh. <laughs> um, then we can say... And uh, Alex Mack! Oh my god! All of these are young, young, well, very young but, women. Well, but you were young. Okay, so think, so so keep it, keep it... And I, we're doing a kiss, Mary kill, not not bone, Mary kill, so it's fine. This is true, uh, yeah. And we can turn kiss into have a crush on. Crush, Mary kill. Well, it sounds very, very dangerous. Um, yeah. Okay, Nickelodeon. I, 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 here's the thing: there is a, there is a football, a very famous football player currently named Alex Mack, who is a linebacker, and so I just got many pictures of a linebacker when I looked it up. Oh, um, and, and by the way, if, 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 if perhaps if I'm wrong, if Buffy the Vampire Slayer the show came out in the 2000s, I, I was always a fan of the movie. Which came out first, and I don't remember that actress's name, but I remember. It came out, the, it came out in the '90s. It was '97, so so you're okay, good. Okay, so this counts. Okay. <sighs> Man. Get up. That's the thing. I mean, good lord. I mean, obviously, of the three, like, I think it's because of the fact that Buffy is actually like an adult in a lot of these pictures and made to look like she wasn't like constrained by the the burden of being on Nickelodeon, <laughs> so she was like <laughs> like just looking real good. Oh man. Um, but then like the thing is I have so much of a, a more emotional attachment to Alex Mack because I love that show, but she is a child. She is such a child. Well, then, and I then know put, then put yourself as, as twelve year old Andy. Twelve year old Andy yeah, is looking no, at I, the lineup of the nineties and he's like, Oh <laughs> it's ninety seven. Yeah. Yes. Can I tell you something? I when I I was watching um all that recently and Alex Mack, they had a little spoof thing for her like show, like, and she was actually on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a terrible bit because all that, like, when you watch it again, you will realize that the bits are just really bad. Yes. But she she had a she did a cameo on that. Uh, Chris Farley did it apparently too. I had no idea. That was pretty cool that he apparently did a, a oh. little cameo on that. Okay, so gosh, and it's Clarissa too. Like, so Melissa Joan Hart. God, this yeah. is you're gonna and make I, me. I hated that show, but I mean, I, 
Okay, so we're talking about the characters, not the actresses. It's the characters, yeah. Or if you want to do actors, that's fine with me. Whichever nope. seems... Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Whatever that's works not right. fair, because then yeah, Alex <laughs> Mack's going to die. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <sighs> you know what? I'll, I'll I'll do a trade. Can we do can we do Who are we killing? as we do Clarissa instead of Sabrina? Sure, she's not supernatural, but in many ways she was a supernatural cutie. So true. Okay. <sighs> also, shout out to my friend Clarissa. I do have a friend named Clarissa. Hey Clarissa. Okay. You know what? I just can't not do this. So Buffy's getting kissed. Just okay. No question. Of course. No question. That's adult Andy coming adult. through there. <laughs> that's yeah. okay, because everyone else is a child, so that's fine. <laughs> and yeah. you know what? Like, I, I'm, you're worth the wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to marry Alex Mack and kill Sabrina. All right. Wait, I had I to thought... switch back to Sabrina. Oh. I had to switch back, because I, I, then at that point, it's like, I'm going to have to kill one of these two, and I don't want to have to kill Clarissa or Alex Mack, because I love them both so much. You know, this was a good one because you had to make a lot of choices, and it's, this is like the NFL draft of Kiss Me yeah. Kill. Can you please inform the audience what I was visually doing during this whole thing? Um, you were like rasping your face and crying a little bit, and yes. there were some there were some ugly sobs, but I didn't. You muted yourself, I, so yeah, I have a great mute button. It's very useful <laughs> moments like that. Yeah. Oh, you cut me to the core. You cut me yeah. to the core, Lisa. Man, you know, that's what we call solid content. So, yeah. And you know is. what? Um, I think, you know, we we the this this session went a little bit lighter than maybe we were expecting. So um, so fortunately, you know, I was thinking about saving this till next time because somebody just handed me something. <gasps> but um, in a very rare moment of excitement, some uh, something just came across my desk. Welcome back, everybody. A plot twist. There it is. Uh, we have another court case that just came across our, our desk. Now, this one, it looks like it'll be a little bit of a shorter court case, but I think it is important. Um, two things that I absolutely loved so much. Lisa loves one of them, and so she's going to take that one. Uh-huh. And I'm in love with both of them, so it's hard for me to disparage Lisa's. Okay, okay. I see. Yeah, well, I mean, in, in on, I, I loved both the options from court case number one. I despise your option from court case number two, so this is easy for me. Okay, yeah. fair. Yeah. Okay, so court case number two is is foods that are snacky. Butterfinger BBs versus Flintstones push-ups. As if there's as if there's a choice here. It's Flintstones all the way. It's okay, so you're you're on you're on Team Flintstones. Always, well, no, not Team Flintstones. I never like the Flintstones, but I will take their <laughs> sorbet. I will take their dairy dessert. So, so I think I um, did you go first on Tamagotchi or did I go? No, you I did. did. I did go yeah, first. I will, you're up. We'll go first on this one. So, um, so let me tell you something. How this started, roughly six months ago, I was listening to a podcast. Um, and as I was listening to it, somebody casually, um, and it was, it was the most disrespectful way possible. They mentioned about like something as 
They're like, yeah, like, I mean, kind of like how, you know, Butterfinger BBs aren't a thing anymore. And that was the moment that I felt pure heartbreak and panic as I went onto Google and searched Butterfinger BBs, looked them up and found that as of uh, 2019, they had not been they had not been being made for 13 years. And that was the first time I realized it was in that exact moment that they had stopped being made in 2000 and uh, 2006, I believe. Um, so anyway, so I, uh, it's very hard to find stuff, um, on these, uh, because I, apparently they're just like, you want to learn about, because Butterfingers is a thing still, unfortunately, so they can't have it just on the BBs, but I'm going to do my best to explain to you why the BBs are, were, will be forever (laughs) and ever again, the greatest Butterfinger product on the market. Now, let me tell you something first and foremost before anyone says anything. I dislike Butterfingers in general. Oh, that's it. I said it. Okay, it's okay. I I I hate Butterfingers too. I do not like Butterfingers on the whole. I think they are damaging, destructive, and and will destroy your teeth. And in fact, have just taken claimed more lives of fillings than any other (laughs) than any other food in the entire universe. Okay. However, Butterfinger BBs are if those of you who aren't familiar they are dense small balls that as their name suggests look like large bbs um they are kind of similar to a small whopper or a small like malteser which is kind of a current thing that they just came out recently um but it was just these tiny little balls of and then it was chocolate around the the chocolate on the outside and just a little little circular nugget of uh, butterfinger inside now these, how Lisa, how do you feel about Bunch of Crunch? Uh, um, wait, what? Feel about bunch what? Crunch? Bunch of Crunch. Is this a Midwestern thing? Because I don't know what you Are just. You not familiar me. with Bunch of Crunch? I'm not. We're about to have to have a we're oh have to have an offline offline throwdown on that one, aren't we? <laughs> well, this isn't um this is a rough rough thing to hear to be honest. Um, so uh, Bunch of Crunch is the so Crunch bars. I don't like them much either. But okay. they're these little like um, they're these little pustules. I don't <laughs> little things are just like a bunch of like the little rice crispy things from there covered in chocolate, and they are and have been for decades um, one of the best things ever to accompany popcorn. Much better than M and M's and things of that sort. Is it like is it like Cracker Jack? Crack, cracker Jack? No. Is it no? Okay. No, it's chocolate. It's like a it's like a small crunch. It's like tiny little crunch bars. Like type of thing, oh, like little like. Okay. You could also use so. Google since we're sitting in computers. <laughs> well, um, I like to pretend like it's 1997, so sort of. Okay. So um so basically this was the equivalent of that. I compare them very similar to each other in the fact that they both had an immense value to my life and the lives of many others. They could go with popcorn. They could go with other snacks. They were a very easy thing to pop in your mouth. You sucked on them, and the chocolate went away, and then all that was left was a very small bit of that that was easily addressed with your teeth without destroying cav- without destroying cavities and things of that sort, as the traditional ones do. But then in 2006, they decided, you know what? Screw our fans. Let's get rid of them um, because we don't want money anyways. Um, similarly to <laughs> most Butterfinger products, as we just discussed, uh, the Simpsons, they were represented by the Simpsons um, in their commercials. 
And I do want to share one of them that I looked up here real quick because it's wild. One of them was uh, Lisa and Bart in a conversation. Lisa said, math is easy. Let's say you have 15 Butterfinger BBs. Bart says, um, and then Lisa says, and I take five of them. What do you have left? And Bart says, one less sister. Oh. (laughs) Cut to black. And then come back and there's blood all over the floor. That's not what it was, but it that's not oh. what happened. Oh, I was like, holy moly, Nestle was throwing totally, out like, right. your children. Yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing is that it, it cuts to Butterfinger BB sequence and it says no new crispity crunch, new butterfinger BBs. And then Bart sa- says, Nobody better laid a finger on my butterfinger. And it just it feels like that was implying that he was going to murder his sister if she stole the BB. So um, so I rest my case on Butterfinger BBs and await your rebuttal. Wow. Um, I mean, color me a very unprepared um, public defender here for the, the push-ups. But, like, I honestly, I could not find very much information about them other than the fact that they were awesome. All right? Like, like when I think back to any summer like a like childhood memory of the summer. I think to myself, like standing in my grandma's grassy yard with a with an orange push up in my hand, melting down the plastic, coming down the side, and then you're like licking this weird foil paper situation on the outside, and you're and it's just a horrible mess, and your hands are sticky, and everything smells like orange, and that's my childhood. Yeah, which is why I was kind of pretty fat, but it was amazing. <laughs> And and I, I didn't like the Flintstones, so that, that that was neither here nor there. I was like, just yeah. give me the delicious orange dessert. By the way, flavors, these were kind of ridiculous. Yabba Dabba Do Orange, which was amazing. Sure. Okay. Which is Bedrock. cool that the Yabba Dabba Do has nothing to do with the color orange. Of course. But except for, I guess, it ends the Yabba Dabba Do with an O, and then there's, I, I don't Yabba know, it's Dabba. terrible. Yabba Dabba <laughs> Orange. Um, Bedrock Berry, Lime Rock Lime, which I never had. And Stone Age Strawberry, which I probably had in case of emergency sure. when the orange was not available and my life was over. Um, yeah, I immediately think of the orange whenever whenever the words yeah. Flintstone push-ups comes up. Yeah, exactly. It's Now, it's, it's, this, this is also discontinued. No surprise. Flintstones 2019, not a huge... <laughs> <laughs> Not a huge marketing ploy there, but like I Nestle has one. It's just called like the Nestle push up. It's not interesting anymore. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's simple at the end of the day, it was a delicious orange sorbet, sherbet, sherbet, however you want to call it. Mm. It's one of those choices in a cylinder tube that you push up and you would did you ever get it stuck and you were pushing with the palm of your hand and just Oh yeah. Stuck? Yeah, and you were just yeah. so Oh my desperate. gosh, just the little circle on your yes. hand. Yes, and you just push and push until you got the last, and then you just pop that thing out and lick it, and then it was just the best. You had all this like paraphernalia from <laughs> from having a push up. The, grat- the gratification of getting it all the way to the top, like even flat, like flush with the top of the cylinder. And, like, that thing being completely clean and colorless or whatever, like, was just, oh, man, that just gave me feels just thinking about that. Uh Uh-huh. And, and honestly, I don't think I've thought about that in 25 years, pushing pushing up in the little circle it left on your palm from all your your fat kid effort (laughs) of just getting getting the orange sherbet. But it was it was the best. It was the best. And I think of like every outdoor event we went to, every like family get together with the kids, they were just there, probably because they were cheap and they were small. 
And I never like licked them. I just bit it. I'm a monster. And so I never had. Yeah. I, and even to this day, if I get an ice cream cone, I'm biting it. I'm not, I know I don't have time to play around. I want the ice cream. And so, um, I took the pushups pretty seriously. As you can tell, I don't have I don't have a whole backstory other than no, they're just damn awesome. No, yeah, just like the visual and I mean the the auditory experience I had that that brought up so many amazing memories was was well worth the the visitation. So I'm glad we could cover that. Um, so so honestly, um, both of these are amazing. Like I said, it's for me the Butterfinger BB one is just one of those things that they came out with like these little snack versions or whatever that are just like mini. They just look like miniature snackers or whatever i don't know what they're called but they're these little miniature ones and i'm like that's it's not the same thing like they will never be the same thing it's it just it needs to be a perfect circle oh that's a 2000s rep you can't drop that no (laughs) it needs to be a perfect circle band which is a which is a it's a geometry drop from the from the greek times um or actually just from the beginning of life as we know it so um so anyway so it's been a a good show i appreciate your uh your uh, presentations yeah Um, i appreciate uh, the good good family competition yeah Um, but uh but i guess uh we do uh, need to wrap up just with a few notes for our followers Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so everybody, please, if you have not done so yet, uh, follow us on Facebook at nineties court, um, follow us on Instagram at nineties dot court. Um, we are again, as we mentioned, we are on Apple podcasts now, so everybody can check us out there. Um, I mentioned that because it's like the most used platform, like mm-hmm. by a mile. Um, so anybody, and it's just for people who are just like, Hey, I don't want to take the time to download this. It's just an app that automatically comes on every iPhone. Um, <laughs> That's like a good if, point. Yeah. Because pe- people who like on it, so like, well, how do you even listen to a podcast? You have to like buy something like, no, it's just, they have a free app that's just on your phone. So obviously you're listening. Point, to yeah. We're kind of everywhere now. We're, we're more places than we're not. Yeah, we're kind of a big deal now. Yeah, we're kind of a big deal. People are, are there's a lot of rustling in the bushes about about some contracts and and you know some signings. Michael Jordan is, is calling is calling us for some sweet ollies. Yeah, he's calling yeah. us for those sweet ollies. And Larry Bird's standing in the background. And he's like, Nah, bro, nah. <laughs> um, so um, so I guess uh, was there anything I, I oh, and I'm sorry, I guess now that we are on Apple Podcasts, one of the coolest things you can do that we love is you can leave us a, a review and a rating and a review. So give us five stars. I'm just going to say it. Call on our shot. We want five stars. Give us less. We're going to be sad. Okay. Um, and I'll so try. that and leave a funny or humorous or interesting review of the show so we can get noticed and people will notice our show. Um, it literally is a huge reason that like shows get noticed is because they have so many ratings. It bumps their visibility in different ways that people can search for them. So um, plus we can also read your potentially re- read some of the reviews on the show um, once we start getting more of those. So. Um, Lisa, did you have any things you wanted to say before we left? Keep it radical, dudes. Where's uh, the wisdom? Keep it radical, dudes. Uh, I, which is really sad because <laughs> I had a bunch of like 90 sayings like that I that I did and I totally uh, forgot it. Home skillet. Hey, home skillet. Was that a 90 saying? Yeah. Terrible. Hey, home skillets. You keep it fresh, all right? We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Catch y'all on the flip flop. Catch y'all on the flip flip. <laughs>